Warning, Star Wars content ahead. Please hang up and try again. Warning, the following podcast contains heavy randomness and numerous tangents. This level of randomness can be dangerous to your sanity, but that's something you can do without. I mean, I'm not trying to be weird or anything. I'm just thinking, freak our listeners out. Freak them out a little bit. <laughs> or we could laugh like Michael Landon. <laughs> Whoa. The Ole Gentlemen's Club, where we don't wear bonnets. <laughs> this, to me, is cruel. Could be cruel and unusual punishment for the small crime of peeing in your pants. <laughs> Hello and welcome to show number 18 of the Simple Tricks and Nonsense podcast. I'm Rob and I'm here all by myself this time. Um, yeah, same old crap. Can't get everybody together to record, even though we're young and supposedly don't have lives. Um, yeah, two, let's see, two of us just got out of school and are working now, so yeah, it's been a bit of an adjustment and we're trying to cope with that, so hopefully shortly after this one is released uh we will have a new show with at least one other person besides me but anyway i wanted to uh do a a solo show if you will and uh uh recap the uh clone wars experience and movie and just talk a little star wars because uh we we haven't done that here on the stand cast in a little while so wanted to do that um First off, uh, we have two new iTunes reviews, one from Master Jedi and one from Plo Koon. Uh, thanks, thanks, fellas. Really appreciate that. Really good reviews. Uh, good to see Plo Koon, especially. Leave that because he hadn't been on the forums in a little while. We were wondering if he was still around. So, uh, yeah, how you doing, dude? Hopefully we'll get you on the show again. Same with Master Jedi. Try to get him on the show, too. He's kind of back in the podcast world as it is. Um, we do have some voicemails. We have some from Chris. Um, we have some emails. We have another review from John, but I wanted to say that one for Kyle when Kyle's here and the voicemails when, you know, someone else is here so we can discuss that. Um, so yeah. And if I was smart, I would have pulled up the website so I could give out the actual phone number because we haven't done that in a while. Um, thank you for Chris for making sure it still works because I had not thought to check it in a while. But yeah, we'll have that for you pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. I guess we can jump right into the line experience. All right, so um, some of you may know that I flew up to Ohio from North Carolina to geek out with the IHN boys. Uh, for the release of Star Wars The Clone Wars. And uh, I thought I'd run down kind of what I remember the experience. So much went on. Hopefully I'll get most of it. But um, yeah, so I left, say Wednesday. Wait a minute. Yeah, Wednesday. I, it was my brother's birthday that day. So I didn't leave till that evening. Flew out and I got there at about eh, 7, 8 o'clock ish 
and uh, Chris picked me up at the airport, and we went right back to uh, the theater, the Linux. Pulled in, and I uh, was quite surprised to see Bill set up there. There were two, because, well, uh, rewind a little bit. Um, Bill and I and Tim and, well, pretty much everybody that was going to be there were conversing, you know, making plans, what's going to be there, um, what do we need to bring, all that stuff. And I've been thinking for a while, man, it's going to suck trying to take a tent on the airplane. That's another backpack. I don't really want to check in any baggage. I'd like to do just the two carry-ons and not have to worry about that. So shortly before the, uh, see, about a week before, maybe two weeks, Tim mentions that, I, he said, uh, I think Bill said he might have a uh, a tent for us. I was like, okay, so I sent him a PM. And he's like, yeah, I got tents. I was like, okay, cool. He's like, you and Tim ought to share one. I was like, okay, hopefully this is, you know, not a teeny little pup tent because that might be a little weird. But Anyway, um, yeah, he sent a picture and it turns out these aren't any ordinary tents. They're the big canopy type tents, you know, and he's got the, the sides. So it was basically a small room that uh, Tim and I shared. But uh, we got there and Bill had one he was sharing with CJ. And I got there and said hello to everybody. Everybody was there. There were some other people there that I hadn't met, obviously. And I think the Oakland fan was there, Oakland fan from the IHN boards, Chris. Um, the other Chris and then the other Chris. And um, I can't remember all the names. There was um, guy, another guy from the IHN forums there, Devastron. He was there. We just sat around the little table out there in the on the sidewalk of the theater. Chatting it up, talking about different stuff. Um, Bill wasn't out there at that point. He was in his tent. I was like, you know, I'd you know, gotten caught up with saying hello to everybody. I need to go say hi to Bill. And I um, went in the tent, and I was shocked. This tent was the most amazing tent I've ever seen in my whole life probably will never be topped. He took the back half of it and put black plastic and basically papered the walls with it. So, you know, it gave it that kind of cozy feel. He had a rug down. He bought this futon thing. He had his TV in there. He had his surround sound in there. He had all this stuff in there. And it was like, you know, looked like the little Tiki Love Lounge. It was just pretty awesome. And they had the uh, droids cartoon playing, and I'd never seen that. So I went and said hello to Bill, and he went out. And I sat in there and watched a little bit with another dude there. Um, his name was Bobby, so that was easy to remember. We talked a little while, watched that, and uh, ended up just heading back outside and talking with the guys. It got later, and it was very interesting to see, because this is on a Wednesday night. There were people coming to see movies. Um, was it Tropic Thunder had just come out? And apparently right before I got there, there were protesters for Tropic Thunder. And what they were protesting, well, you probably already heard about this, is on the news and all that crap, but I hadn't heard it up, up to this point. And, um, yeah, they were protesting the use of the word retard in the movie. Okay, I can understand that, you know. It's not considered a nice thing 
to call someone a retard. Um, retards. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, they um they were protesting that. The thing was, they actually had a handicapped kid out there holding a sign. That to me is definitely exploiting them f- far more than using the word retard, which is now considered not derogatory for mentally challenged people, but more of just, just it's become a word of its own that's detached. Just calling someone stupid. It's it's not really even connected anymore the way most people use it. I didn't see Tropic Thunder, I don't know, so that's just my opinion, but I just having a mentally handicapped kid out there holding a picket sign, he doesn't know what's going on. You're using him. It's stupid. Anyway, apparently they got on the news. Aichen, of course, Chris doing his thing, trying to get on the news, and uh, they didn't roll the footage, but it kind of alerted the news that, you know, Aichen and the, they were all out there. And so that night, people started thinning out, you know, some of the people went home, and then eventually it was just, I think, I don't remember who stayed around the longest. I know Bobby stayed around a while. Um, thinking Chris, um, Oakland fans stayed a while, and um, yeah, there were several people out there. I can't really remember, but we just talked and talked and talked. Had Mountain Dew. Oh, and, oh, and uh, at one point, Bill put Robot Chicken, the Robot Chicken special, on the surround sound. It was turned up loud enough that we could obviously hear it outside the tent. And I swear, the whole twenty minutes was one of the most hilarious things I'd ever heard. We were all... Now, anyone on the outside going to the theater would have liked everything that I've heard of... Um, excuse me. All the stereotypes would ring true at that moment because we were quoting line for line, usually about five to ten seconds before they happened, this whole Robot Chicken special, and just laughing the whole freaking time. It was awesome. But uh, afterwards, you can't help but thinking, yeah, they think we're nerds, but, you know, they've never tried this. They don't know how great this is. Anyway, but yeah, that was pretty awesome. And eventually, people started thinning out um, on into the night. It was just the Aichen crew, me, Tim. His Tim drove up from uh, New Jersey. I think it's New Jersey. And um, and um, Bobby, he stayed for a while, too. And uh, Matt and Chris weren't going to stay overnight. I can't remember why. Oh, that's right. Well, Chris had to take his uh, girlfriend to work and stuff the next day, so he couldn't do it. And, uh, yeah, so eventually, it was just me, CJ, Bill, and Tim. And we stayed up till about, well, Bill went to bed about, I think, three, three in the morning. And uh, me, CJ, and Tim stayed up till about four, four thirty. Just talking about different stuff, talking about Aichen, Star Wars, EU comics, what have you. It was it was a really, really cool discussion, you know, being able to talk with those guys who were so knowledgeable about it. And um yeah, it was it was, it was a lot of fun. And we finally went to bed. Um I gotta look at my notes here, make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Oh yes. Uh sleeping if you listen to IHN for any length of time, you may remember their shows, the series of shows. I think it was uh, five different shows where they went through their 
prequel line experiences and just the whole events surrounding the prequels. They would mention the train that would go by the theater. You know, I've heard trains are loud, blah, blah, blah. They're annoying if there's one kind of close to your house. I did not fully appreciate what they were talking about until I tried to sleep here. This thing literally shook the ground. You thought, you know, you're in a tent. You can't see anything. You really think it's like the Saving Private Ryan when they're in the, uh, in the, um, the, the city waiting for that tank. And all you hear is the tank just, just going nuts. And you think, this train's going to freaking run right over my tent. I'm, it's just it's what it sounded like. Rumbling and, and the, the horn was so freaking loud. It was it was amazing is what it was. And um yeah, thank goodness it was four o'clock and we were pretty tired. The Mountain Dew and Sugar Patch Kids and all that stuff had already dropped us, so yeah, I fell asleep and in I well obviously I didn't um was it CJ and um Bill had these air mattresses. So they were set. Tim had something to sleep on. He had an air mattress. I'm like, crap, I got this little fleece blanket and we're on concrete here. What was I thinking? But uh, Bill was kind enough to let me take the futon and it was, it had detachable parts. So I took it apart and fashioned a bed out of it and slept pretty darn good on it. And uh, about 8 o'clock, well, it was probably about 7, 7.30, I started kind of gradually waking up and um, do what I usually do and just lay in bed because I don't like getting out of bed in the mornings. And uh, I didn't hear hear anyone else up. And Tim finally gets up, and I hear him um, go out of the tent. And about 15 minutes later, comes back. I was like, so what's up, dude? And he's like, I just went to the Target, used the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. I'm going back to sleep. I was like, okay. By that point, I was ready to get up. So I got up, and uh, yeah, walked over the Target, which is kind of weird. It was about 8 in the morning by that point, 7.45, 8 o'clock. Walking around the block, going to Target, using the bathroom. Just kind of, wow, I woke up, I slept on the sidewalk of a movie theater. Because, yeah, I'd never done anything like this before. But anyway, it was kind of cool. And I got back, Tim was out again. And uh, so I grabbed my laptop. And we were able to get Wi-Fi signal, Wi-Fi signal from some building. It had only worked late that night and early that morning. Chris informed us that there were no cars in the parking lot to interfere with the signal at that point. I was like, okay. So I got on, checked the forums, not much activity, hopped on the chat. Savang Law was over there, was on there, and uh, chatted with him a little bit at that point. And then, um, what happened next? Oh yeah, CJ got up. And um, I realized Bill wasn't there. So apparently Bill had gotten up before us and gone back to his place and showered and all that stuff and had no idea he had left. And there was this mysterious box of storm, uh, scout trooper armor sitting in their tent. We're like, what the heck is this? And um, so, yeah, we just kind of chilled. It was just me, CJ, and Tim. Tim finally got up. Well, no, wait. I'll take that back. Um... CJ and I just chilled. I was on. I was just on the forums. We we're doing whatever. Bill got back, and I'm trying to remember the sequence of events here. 
Because at some point, Tim, CJ, and I, maybe, and Matt, maybe, I can't remember exactly who. That's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. So, CJ got there, and um, then Bill got back. CJ left to go shower and do whatever. Bill got back. I helped him set up because we had, we were just we decided we're going to go ahead and set up for this stuff now, set up for the raffle later and all this. So we need to take all the take the love tent down and uh well, leave the tent up but get all the contents out of cleared out cuz we're going to stick all the raffle stuff in here. We'd like cuz it was supposed to rain later. We're like if we need places for people to go, it's raining. And um so yeah, we we started working on that. He had a U-Haul truck and we loading the stuff bins and bins and bins of these toys and uh, and posters and all this stuff. I was like, "Oh, this is crazy." And uh yeah, we we did all that. Tim's still sleeping through it. Uh Tim, your time is great, man. I mean, seriously. You fall asleep right before Bill gets there and the work starts. So yeah, props to you for that. And uh I just can't do love you. Yeah, anyway, and my phone's ringing. Hang on a second, guys. All right, so where was I? Get this back. Oh, yeah, setting up. But, uh, yeah, at some point, um, <sighs> I lost a train of thought. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At some point, I think it was me, Matt, and Tim, maybe CJ, I can't remember, um, we had we sat around the table there and had a little uh, lost discussion, and I happened to be on the chat at the same time, and I was taunting Savong Law. Hey, dude, guess what I'm doing? Because for those of you who don't know, Savong Law is a lost junkie. If you ever have any questions, and you're on either iTunes forums, I believe he's on our forums as well. Send him a PM about lost; he'll hook you up. This kid. Well, not kid. He's older than me. Anyway, this guy breathes lost. So he's like, "Oh, dude, dude, quick, put him on, you know, Skype or something. I, I want to join in on this." And the Wi-Fi was too flaky, and I was enjoying taunting him. So I was like, "Nah, I don't think it's gonna work out." So that went on for a little while. Um, and then Chris and Matt, wait, Matt's already there. Chris shows back up. Um. We, we we're still kind of setting up at this point. Um, early on, this lady and her mom showed up, and uh, they were going in the theater. They walk over because you know they, I'll post pictures in the uh, on the forums, in the thread for this show, and possibly in the gallery, so you can kind of get an idea what it's looking like. But anyway, she shows up and sees all the. Star Wars stuff, and she walks over, so what's going on? And we told her, you know, we're waiting in line for this, blah, blah, blah. there'll be a raffle later. And she's like, well, my son's birthday is uh, tomorrow. We were going to have, I think they rented out a room in this theater, and they were like, well, we're going to have his party here tomorrow. And she's like, but yeah, this is pretty cool. We'll, we'll bring him out later for the raffle and stuff. And we're like, okay, cool deal. So, uh, yeah, people kept, throughout the, as, as the theater opened, people kept coming over. So, what's going on? You like, oh, there was one moron the night before that uh, walked by and kind of, I, I, I could, I could see him. Most of the other people couldn't see him from where they were. Kind of does the whole, um, 
you know, cup one side of your mouth, whatever, like this, you know, live long and prosper. And I'm like, ah. Anyway, but yeah. And of course, I look over and Matt's kind of frowning. Wrong franchise, idiot. Which I'm sure was the point, but it was still like, don't lump us in with, with that. And uh, for some reason, I'm losing headphone. Oh, there we go. That much better. There we go. Headphone just freaked out on me. But anyway, yeah, people kept coming up and, you know, what's going on? We tell them, and they're, hey, that's cool. There was a, f- there was the, the typical when, kids that were my age, normal, quote, kid, quote, normal kids, especially the girls, walk by, give us these looks like, what the heck is going on here? And, uh, yeah, you try your best to just kind of look at them and look casual, like, you know, make it. I don't know. It was it was entertaining watching these people walk by with confused looks on their faces or looks of disgust, you know, the whole urge thing, you know. But um see Matt went to get Jen and um CJ gets back, Matt and Jen get back. Jen brings food, which is was great. And um we we st- kept setting up, and then at that point, Chris got back as well, sometime in there, because he had he um, like I said before, had to go back to his house that night, and uh, we started setting up for the show. And right as we were done setting up for the show, we were getting all the snacks moved over, you know, because the fuel of podcasting are Doritos and Lay's and Mountain Dew. Um, the, the media showed up and, uh, he's like, so, you know, he was talking and we all pointed to Bill like, yeah, if you're going to interview someone, interview that guy. So Bill was kind enough to put the, the wireless mic on and talk for two minutes or so about what they were doing and then proceeded to walk off with the mic cause he forgot he was wearing it. Hey, what can we say? The dude's a natural, you know, natural podcast used to having a mic there and he just forgot all about it. But anyway. And uh, the cool thing was uh, about, they used actually a clip of that interview on the local news, and uh, they had shots of the base camp, as we called it, the shots of me and Tim and Matt and whoever was there. And of course, they showed clips of, there was a couple of guys there, Bobby was one of them, and his friend brought their lightsabers and were fighting, and they showed clips of that. Because uh, people like to see the, you know, the lightsaber fighting that defines the Star Wars fans, apparently. And, uh, yeah, so we kept, and we ended up doing the show. And the show was a lot of fun. We had a lot of, I mean, uh, Devastron came back. Um, the other Chris, Oakland fan, showed back up. Um, Carrie, who, if you listen to iChin, you hear her mentioned quite a bit um, in those episode three podcasts, or the the prequel experience shows she was there she was there the night before as well and uh we did the show and we unveiled um project clk2 and if you don't know what that is go to ihn radio listen to them i'm sure most of the people listen to this show listen to them as well something started way back over a year ago chris has this thing you know i don't he hates crit uh the kit fisto so we like to mess with him and for any more explanation, you can just check out the, the show. But anyway, we uh 
Rogue Leader and I collaborated and made t-shirts. So that was unveiled, and uh, we got video of it and everything. And uh, I'll, I'll post links to all this, if I remember, in the thread, possibly in the show notes as well. Yeah, the show was a blast. It turned out to be a little over an hour long. And then after that, it was tear down the podcasting equipment and get set up for the raffle. We did that. Well, they started to actually, they, uh, before they did that, they had the uh, Aichen birthday cake because it was very close to the two-year anniversary of Aichen. So uh, while they were doing that, Tim had brought up a, like, a freaking ton of frozen baked ziti. And Chris and I were going to go take it to Bill's house, and um, his roommate was going to throw it in the oven and cook it up for us. So we did that, and uh, as we were leaving, Tim was making up meatballs to go with this. And uh, we're like, okay, cool. And then uh, we see what Tim puts in the meatballs. And uh, yeah, he put in grape jelly. And I think ketchup as well. But I know grape jelly was definitely in there. And we're like, what the crap? Um, So (laughs) we didn't know what they would taste like by this point. So Chris and I decided we'd play it safe because we wanted some real food anyway and what the rest of the people didn't know that we didn't tell them see all this comes out now on the standcast haha is that we get and uh the baked ziti was supposed to thaw and it was still frozen like brick solid so we're like okay this could be ready in like three or four hours and it's already six o'clock or something and uh so we're like okay we're gonna drop this off and we're gonna chill and uh yeah okay, get some burger king so we went to burger king and uh Got back to the, I don't think we, yeah, I think we just drove straight back from there. Right after I got back, I was talking with Jen about something. And I turn around and I see, because I have relatives up there. That's who I was going to stay with afterwards. My aunt lives right there outside of Columbus. And I see her her white Ford truck. And I was like, oh, First, I didn't know it was her truck. I was like, it just kind of popped in my mind, mate, is it? And then I see her face. I was like, oh, they showed up to come by and laugh at me like everybody else is. Ha ha. But, uh, and then she holds something out of the window. I didn't know what it was. And then you hear her and whoever else is in the car go, is there a Robert Craig here? And I was like, what are they doing? And then I realized what she's holding out the window was a pair of underwear. And you hear, and she, she continues to say, his mommy says you, you get extra underwear or something, something to that effect. And uh, yeah, they got me good. I did not see that coming. They filmed it. I haven't seen the video yet. I'm sure it'll show up. It'll be played endlessly. But yeah, props to them. They got me good. Um, so yeah, I was owned at that point. But, um, yeah, they left, and let's see, more and more, and well, right after I got back, we noticed uh, there was three costumers out there from the, I think the 501st guys, and one of them, Delta 4-0, had a freaking amazing costume. This dude was, if you've ever played the Republic Commando video game, you know who Delta 4-0, or it's read the book, but you know what he looks like, especially if you've played the, the video game. The guy looked amazing. The, he was He was a tall dude. So it fit. And I swear, I, you've seen pictures, and pictures do, n- do not do these costumers justice because 
especially this guy, so tall. The, the, the arm was so accurate. You felt intimidated. I honestly did not make eye contact with him while he was in that suit because I was too freaking afraid to. You don't, it was, it was crazy. It was awesome. I have pictures of that. I'll post as well. And there was a couple other guys, but honestly, the whole time, I did not see one bad trooper outfit while I was there. All the guys' costumes were great. And uh, you'll see pictures. And, you know, as the evening or the afternoon went on, turn in the evening or whatever, gets us 6, 6.30. Um, I th- think the raffle was supposed to start at 7 or 8. I can't remember. One was because there was two raffles. There was a kid's raffle. And then there was the collector's raffle. And one was an hour after the other. I think it might have been one at seven, one at eight, one at eight, one at nine. You know, I think that's what it was. I think it was one at eight and one at nine, I think. That would make sense for the times. But anyway, whatever, it was gearing up for that. More and pe- more people kept showing up. Uh, the troopers kept showing up. Jedi, there was some good Jedi there. Um, uh, Sith boys were there. They were there for a while. They were there during the show. But yeah. It was it was really cool. It was the first time I'd ever seen a lot a cost a Star Wars costume or period. It was it's was, it was pretty awesome. These these guys put a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of money into these costumes, and it's it's really and the, most of them are really cool guys. Cause, you know, the kids were showing up and they really dug the the costumes, and you know that's what these guys are all about. You know, talking with the kids, taking pictures, all this stuff, and they were they were really great, and um. So yeah, it was gearing up to the the kids raffle. Then the um, kids raffle started, and uh, Chris, someone made the mistake of giving Chris a megaphone. <laughs> we give him crap about it. He had a lot of fun with that thing, and uh, yeah, but he did a great job of running, you know, calling out the numbers and blah blah blah. And uh, the the I've pictured this too. We gave they gave away a buttload of toys, awesome, really cool freaking toys. From $100 ATTEs donated by Bill himself to the figures, books. You know, there were, there were a lot of um, sponsors, but sponsors probably only took care of about half. I'm guessing. I could be wrong, but I, I thought I heard somewhere they took about half of the, price, the prizes that, they, that were donated from sponsors. Everything else was from Bill, or I think CJ donated a few pieces. I can't remember all, who all did. But Bill put up a lot of money, a lot of t- he just invested a lot in this whole thing. We'll, we'll get to the Bill later, but uh, it was a g- tremendous success. Every kid there was a winner because there wasn't like a ton of kids, but there was pretty much just enough. And the kid that won the big hundred dollar ATTE, I mean, it was like that alone made it worth it. Just seeing the kid flip out because you know that the whole family was cool. You could tell the dad was a big fan, the mom was into it mostly for the kids, but you know, still you take what you can get. And, um, yeah, his, the, the kid that won his older brother was just, he didn't care what he won because he knew that they were bringing home that ATT and he was going to play with it. So it was really, really, really cool seeing that. And, um, yeah, once the kids were done, uh, they set up for the collector's raffle. Now that table was equally amazing, big high end items. It just, you know, it was, it was amazing. Once again, pictures and, Again, everybody there was a winner. There was just enough people to have the prize. I think it was like thirty or thirty or thirty some thirty something prize packs, and um, yeah, everybody there was about thirty people there, and everybody won something. 
and uh, it, was, it was it was just great. It was you know a lot of fun. I ended up winning um, the making of Star Wars books, which I really really wanted to get because I've heard so much about it, and I was able to win it there, and it was great. Um, and then after that was over, um, we we tore down, packed everything up, and it was great that we. The system, Bill really had the system down, you know, setting up earlier that morning, getting ready. So we were all re- we were all ready for each event as it came with a little bit with some time to spare, which is great. So, yeah, we, we packed everything up in the U-Haul truck, took the tents down. So, bam, we were ready to go. We were ready to start the movie an hour and a half before the movie was, you know, 1030. We were done. We were packed up. We were, we were good to go. So we were milling around, and the news showed up again just to shoot B-roll footage. And a bunch of the guys with the lightsabers, because it was getting dark by the point, went on down to the um, side of the building, and they were having lightsaber duels and stuff. And, um, yeah, we're just milling around talking. I talked with Oakland Fan for a while. He was a really funny dude, really cool. Uh, talked with Tim, talked with uh, Jeff. I talked with quite a few people that were there, and they were all really cool people. And, um, yeah, it was, it was probably about an hour and then Jen was going to go in and cause the Warner brothers had give sent, uh, like a hundred posters, theatrical posters to give out. And we were going to see if we could go into the theater a little bit earlier, set up and give posters to people as they walked in. So Jen went in to take care of that and we're all kind of migrating towards the door. And, um, I was talking with someone and I look over and I see this chick and I was like, whoa, Hello. She kind of looks like, at first glance, I was like, well, she looks a lot like uh, Natalie Portman, or who obviously plays Padme. I was like, hey, check it out, Tim. And she's like, he's like, whoa, hello. And um, walked over to Chris, because Chris is a big Portman junkie, like most of the Star Wars nerds are. And he's like, dude, she does look like her. And he's like, yeah, dude, go get a picture with her. And I, I was like, I didn't really want to. They're like, go ahead, go. I was like, okay, what the heck? Tim, you got a, you got a camera? So I walked over. And me being the smooth pimp I am, deliver the worst pickup line imaginable. So, does anyone has anyone ever told you you look like Padme? That's, in a normal situation, guys, that is death. That is, drink in the face, What whatever, is, is death. Never, ever do that again. But in this setting, got away with it. She was wearing a Star Wars shirt, Star Wars belt buckle. And, well, her answer was, yeah, only the kids usually said it, but no one else. I was like, okay, cool deal. And, um... You know, I got a picture with her. And if I'd have known what was going on, I would have probably talked with her a little bit more. But it looked like they were about to go in, so I kind of had to, you know, because um, I was going to go in with them and help uh, pass, out, pass out posters and stuff. So, yeah, that was the Padme chick. Um, and then we, we they let us in. We got in 15 minutes before anyone else to the theater. There weren't a whole lot of people there. I think they sold 120 tickets that night. It was a it was a big theater. The it was about a five hundred seater, so obviously it had plenty of room. We went in, reserved our seats, strung plastic lightsabers over the seats uh, that CJ had brought, so no one could take that. And then we went down and handed. Uh, Matt and I got one corner. Tim, Bill, and Jen. I can't remember. CJ it, it got the other one, but I know it was just me and Matt on the one side and gave them to the people that came in. And then we uh, sat down. And, uh, well, the mysterious Scout Trooper armor box that was in the tent earlier that morning, uh, was belonged to a guy named Anderson. I, I'm guessing that's his last name. I never got his first name, but it was a really freaking cool costume. 
this guy was really funny. Uh, he went in with Tim and took a bunch of funny pictures inside the theater. Once again, I'll link to the pictures if I don't post them. But uh, he ended up sitting up with us. He was beside me. So we talked for a while. We were laughing and uh, had a good time talking. That guy was really, really cool, really funny. And then, uh, of course, saw the movie. Um, I actually recorded a little bit of us talking in the theater. So um, the thing is, I recorded a lot while I spent time up there with the guys with my mobile recorder. But the deal is, if you catch my drift, not most of it is not stand material. Um, yeah, you you probably get my my drift. But I'll try to find some pieces and um, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, for the build up. And I was actually recording because I was hoping we'd get people cheering when the movie started. You know, like with the prequels, I thought it'd be cool to get that. But it, it the sequence was really weird how it happened. First of all, there wasn't the you know the twentieth century. There wasn't all that because Warner Brothers. That was weird. What I told the guys we should do is when the Warner Brothers things come up, we all start singing. Of course, we didn't do that, but I wish we would have. And there was no scroll, which I think there would if there would have been a scroll and a bam, you know, with the with this thing. I think there would have been cheering, but there was no cheering. But anyway, I'll, I'll probably stick the front end of that here, and maybe some of the conversation. So. uh if if I can find some, here it is. Hope you enjoy it, and yeah. Rob got his picture with the Natalie Portman chick. She was pretty hot. She was freaking hot. She was. I think she was a mom too. I think she was. I think she was, but I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. I was like, dude, I got. Gotta take your picture because uh, I need this. I'll take the good one back. I need this. <laughs> Going to frame this and put it on my wall. Yeah, nothing creepy or anything. I don't know where Matt and Jim want to sit. Are they coming on down here? They go. Okay. Yeah. Anywhere in here is good. That you probably woke up, woke up into in some several. You're like, oh, I better go back to sleep. He kept waking up, then he'd fall asleep, then he tripped out of his chair. Yeah, trying to like go see what that sound was outside the head. Yeah, I was like, whoa. At first, I didn't know you were falling back. I thought you were really bolting out of there, like you saw someone stealing something or something. I was like, oh crap. See, I grew up in a ghetto, and that's where you learn to sit with one eye open. So basically, you hear a sound, just like get out and like quickly move. Gotcha. That's about the <laughs> and then you put your stuff in your tent. Huh? And then you put your stuff in your tent. Yeah. I was hoping you guys would like stay in there because I'm like, what they come out? Like, I'm throwing down with like a bag. Yeah, but see, that's what I was worrying about, and I finally went and. You said you didn't see the name tag. You thought you were going to make him sleep with the prizes. Yeah, I was like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and I was thinking, wow, that's kind of torture. I'm sitting here staring at these FX Sabres. Jeez. I don't know why I didn't see the tags. Uh, Chris, do you know who's supposed to be the new villain, villain in the Transformers? I don't know. 
Sure. The fall. The fall. The fall. I thought so. I thought it might have been a rumor. I don't know. Well, it was a rumor at first. Then it was reported uh, like two, three weeks ago. I think it was at Comic Con. Okay. The Fallen. The Fallen. I don't, I'm not big on Transformers. He's Lord one of Thomas. the original thirteen Transformers. Once again, it's over my head. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he turns into a tank with fire on it. <laughs> God, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, that's that's all I need to hear. So Megatron's like just gone now, right? Not... It, at least at the beginning. <laughs> we don't know you if he's coming back or not. I somehow find some stupid way. Right. Yeah, I'm sure Starscream will be in it because he's the one that escaped. Starscream better be in. Yeah. He better start talking like Cobra Commander. <laughs> Isn't there, aren't they like introducing like the female Autobot too? Hopefully RC. RC? Yeah, she's like the bike or motorcycle yeah. or something. Like that. I thought she was like the pink bike or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this one yet. Megan Fox is still in it. It's enough reason to at least go. <laughs> the camera angles are still high. What are we doing with these? Just holding them, swinging them. Oh. Okay. So this is an interactive movie. Yeah. It's in around the show. They didn't give us a 3D glass. <laughs> They took our advice on that interactive Clone Wars game where you just shoot at the screen. <laughs> Everybody walks in with Wiimote. Yeah. By the end of it, there's like 50 of them sticking into the screen. Yeah, I think I saw Pedo Bear in one of the windows. I swear I did. <laughs> <laughs> Contact R. R. Kelly for details. I saw that at work. <laughs> I'm cracking up. And the girl next to me is like, what's so funny? I'm like, I can't tell you. <laughs> so, who here has got to work at like 7 o'clock in the morning? Luckily oh, not okay. me. <laughs> Got the rest of this The next thing I'm actually Ooh. Joy. You're the scout trooper, weren't you? Yeah. Sick costume. Thanks. There it goes. There we go. The next thing I'd be really excited to see would be Iron I know. What's the stupid? Exactly. I hate her. I want to see Hannah Montana sing Break Your Heart. She sucks. <laughs> You'd probably do it better than her dad. <laughs> probably. She's got no range. Her dad is horrible. Yeah, he's awful, man. <laughs> he's crap. And she's not bad. The only reason she got where she is now is because of her dad. Yeah. What's the deal with the new Walmart? Yeah. 
It's like, I mean, I guess she's not bad, but she's not nearly as good as she's made out to be. Yeah. Like she's still, but, you know, I guess coupled with the show and all the girls going goo goo gaga for her. She's no Britney Spears. Yeah. Like Christina Aguilera when they first came out. Right. They actually sing a little bit. So. Oh, is she the next one to send the Zac Efron? <laughs> I don't know, man. Are you recording all this? Listen to pictures of Zac Efron. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Really? The, yeah. You know, those are the co-stars there. She's cute. Yeah, I was going to say. Yep. She is pretty, pretty freaking hot. Yeah. But you know how hard it was to find those pictures? <laughs> he the searched. Work. Vanessa Hudgens. I, I guess that's what I thought about. To find her as the actor for No, no, no. To find the pictures that she sent to... Oh. That, that leaked out. Yeah. I love all the stuff just leaks out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <coughs> I know. Have you said that before? I would have bought one. What were they? Oreo cakes. Like, here we go, folks. But yeah, after uh, and then uh, after the movie, uh, I'll talk about what I thought of the movie here in a bit. Sorry for all the all you people that don't like Star Wars. I'm sure you're bored to tears by this episode, but you know what? Deal with it. Um, but yeah, after the movie, when outside, you could Bill was ready to crash. Man, he was tired, and uh, most of us were. And I wasn't because I'm on that schedule anyway. I mean, that's my being a musician. I, wor- I don't work a whole lot of jobs, usually two per week. And it's usually a Friday and a Saturday or a Wednesday. But I keep myself on the schedule because what we usually do is we travel an average of two hours to play a gig. We usually start at eight or nine, play three or four hours. So we're done at one or two and have to drive the two or three hours back. So I'm usually driving, you know, from one to five to I've gotten home at seven in the morning before. So. I usually, just to be able to stay awake, I, I stay on that schedule. I usually get up at, because I'm, for the uh, other part-time job I work on, I have to start till, you know, noon. So I usually get up at 10 and go to bed at, you know, 2, 2 or 3. But anyway, they were dog tired and I was still wired. So we I was, st- I was crashing at, you know, Chris let me crash at his place that night. So we drove back and uh, he went straight to bed. And I chilled a while, I read, I listened to my iPod a little bit, finally fell asleep on his couch. And um, Tim was going to have to leave that the next morning. He was going to drive to Delaware and um, see the movie again with Rogue Leader. And he had to get out of there early because it was like a freaking, 
11 hour drive or something. And we had to go see it before, you know, the last showing, obviously. So he got up, um, Chris got up to see him off. I, I elected to stay asleep because I had said my goodbyes the, the night before. And, uh, Chris got back and, uh, yeah, so, and then the, the there was a lot that went on the rest of the weekend. So, I guess I should probably talk about all of that, too. We're at 40, almost 40 minutes right now. But anyway, yeah, just hang on. I'm just going to make this a big solo show. Sorry if you're tired of my voice, but, you know, hey, I got stories. This is This is what I've been doing. So, yeah, hang on. And uh, so, yeah, that day... I'm trying to remember exactly um cuz there there I hang out, I hung out with them for two or three days after that cuz by the it was Saturday morning and um oh, shoot I think we met up with CJ and uh went and ate lunch I'm pretty sure that was the day we did that and that that was a lot of fun. We went and got a burger somewhere and chilled out. And uh yeah, that's right. And then we came and then we killed time and then we went and saw the movie again in the DLP with everybody else, except for Bill. Bill's still sleeping. Poor guy. But uh he did get up and I told him the night before, dude, when whenever you're gonna unload that U Haul, let me know. I'm right across the street at Chris's. I I wanna help you or do it for you because you've done enough freaking work already. But he didn't do that. He did it himself because he had to get the truck in by a certain point or they would, you know, charge him for the extra day. Obviously, he went to bed after that and we saw the digital, the DLP and it looked, it was really clear. I'll, I'll get to that later. But, uh, and then went to the comic shop and did random stuff and ran around. And then uh, that night they had a little party at uh, Matt and Jen's. And uh, so Carrie showed up again. Oh, there was another um, uh, Mary. That was her name, Mary. She was there at the line several times too. She's real cool. She came to that party again. And I had to leave a little earlier. I had to go back to my relatives and get set up there. And um, so the next day, CJ calls me at about noon. I had just woken up. And uh, he's like, hey, we're thinking about doing something. You want to do something? I was like, yeah, sure. And, um, they're like, okay, well, what's your address? And they got my address and they were going to, I didn't know who it was at that point, but it was, uh, Matt and CJ were going to come pick me up. So I got up and cause they were about 40 minutes from, uh, where my aunt, where I was staying. And, uh, yeah, so I got everything ready and, uh, my grandma was there too. She's like, well, you, I wasn't sure how I was going to take the light because all right Bill gave Tim and I these gift packs and they were they had they had the uh it it was amazing they had the um master replicas build your own lightsaber kit had the novelization had the soundtrack it had obsessed with Star Wars book it had the Fox figure had the holographic Grievous figure it had the Rex figure it had he gave us posters he gave us I think he gave us stamps too and gave us all this stuff, and it was amazing. And I was like, "But," and then, uh, but I couldn't take the um, the poster home. I mean, not the poster, dang it, um, the lightsaber. 
So my, my grandma's like, oh, I'll take it back with me and maybe ship it to you later. But I need you to pack it up in the box because I had opened it. And uh, so I was out doing that and I get it and I had my iPod, iPod Touch. And I had it with me and I, I was like, I had to get in her car because that's what it was. So I set it on top of her car and open the door and start putting it together. And I get a call. CJ, we're, uh, we're getting close, we think, but we know, know, need to know exactly where. Oh, wait. We see right there, bam. And he was there. And that, them being there, because I met him and everything, them being there kind of threw off my train of thought. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to the reason why later. Anyway, I got the thing packed up and uh, went with him. Went Nate again. And uh, did some running around. I can't remember. There was so much stuff. I think that was the night of the... Yeah, that was the night we had the um, cookout at Bill's. The spaghetti dinner thing. But before that, we needed to kill time. So I chilled in CJ's apartment with him for like two or three hours. And it was a, it was a blast getting to talk to him. He's, as you know, if you listen to IHN, really funny. He's really cool. Real friendly. Just a great guy. And uh, we were watching Underworld or something, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I noticed. Wait, my my iPod's missing. And we had been running around for a while. That we went to Walmart and stuff with Bill, and I'd ridden in Matt's car. I'd ridden in Bill's car. So maybe it fell out of my pocket into there. We called him up. It wasn't in in any of their cars. I was like, well, maybe I didn't bring it because I remember having it in my hand, but maybe I didn't bring it you know, with me, maybe I left it, so I called my aunt's house, and she never answers her freaking phone, ever, so I was like, great, so I called my grandma, I was like, where are you, she's like, oh, I'm on the road, I was like, well, I guess you can't check home to see if it's there, no, I was like, oh, well, that's where it must be, so I kind of, it was bugging, it was a gnawing at the back of my head for the rest of the time, but I kind of dismissed it, because it made sense, oh, I must not have brought it with me, period, so anyway, I, um, we uh, end up going to the spaghetti dinner, which was really cool. The same people there. Oh, I think Mary was. I don't think Carrie was at this one. Mary was. And Matt and Bill and CJ and Chris. And Chris's girlfriend was at the, the spaghetti dinner. And also, um, yeah, pretty much the whole crew was there. And then we went to Dave and Buster's afterwards. And uh, had a good time there. And um, we were walking around. I not much of a arcade slash game person. So I was like, I'm not going to worry about, because Dave and Buster's, you do the thing, you make, get a card and load it up and stuff. I was like, I don't want to really mess with that. So I'll just, you know, walk around, chill and watch you guys. Well, they, they were kind enough from time to time. Like, Hey, why don't you play this and let me, uh, use their tokens or whatever, which is pretty cool. But all of a sudden I'm just walking around it, I was by myself at this point, and bam, it hits me. Holy crap, I left my iPod on the top of my grandma's car. And you know that feeling when you realize you've just majorly screwed up. You know what's happened. You know the thing's probably gone for good. Like, holy crap. It's like 11 o'clock by that point. I left a message on my aunt's cell, on my grandma's cell phone because she lives like 45 minutes from my aunt, and she drives really freaking fast. I was like, well, maybe there's hope. She has a luggage rack. The The iPod was in a leather case. Maybe it somehow st- stuck in the friction, kept it on top of her roof. I was like, just check and give me a call back. 
I told the guys, we're like, well, that really sucks. But by that point, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this ruin my evening. I'm just going to have fun. And I did. I had a lot of fun. And then at the very end, uh, <laughs> Bill had been drinking at the um, at the spaghetti dinner. He had his beer and everything. And then he had a few more drinks while we were there playing games. By the end of the night, he was... Uh, he was feeling pretty good. He was having a good time, man. <laughs> Buzzed Bill is a sight to see. It's, it's, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we had the little. Uh, Chris prides himself on his air hockey skills, so we had a, a little tournament, uh, unofficial. I didn't know. I kind of walked up while they were doing it. He was playing Bill, and uh, yeah, like I said, Bill was kind of buzzed. So there was really no contest. But man, it was entertaining to watch. Anyway, the next person up was CJ, I think, and Chris beat CJ, and then Matt was up, and Chris barely beat Matt, and then they're like, "Dude, I, I want to play because I, I gotta, you know, we gotta play everybody." And I end up beating him, and they're like, "Oh, you beat Chris!" Uh, and that was that was funny. It was it was interesting. And then Bill played another game, and we we're we we're walking back, and uh, I ended up crashing at um. Matt and Jen's place. Now, Matt and Jen are... Um, they they never cease to amaze me how good these two go together. And um, I've never met a person quite like Jen. The, you know, the geek girl who's just really, really freaking cool. Really super friendly. Just... I just, you know, it was... You, you automatically feel really comfortable around these people. And she's just, she's just awesome. Stay at their place. They stay up... And we stayed up for a little while. We talked some baseball because they're baseball fans. We talked about different stuff. And they have they let me stay. Because Tim stayed there the night before or the two nights before, whatever it was. I've lost track. But uh, stayed in their Star Wars room and uh, got up. Uh, they made breakfast and had some breakfast. And we went over to Chris's house and recorded the next IHN, the review show, in his basement in the man cave. And then... Um, we went and got lunch, and uh, then we went back to Matt and Jen's and chilled around their basement and looked at pictures, and then watched um, an Eddie Izzard uh, DVD, which is really freaking funny. I'd never, I'd heard the name before, I'd never seen him or nor heard him, and uh, interesting, the dude is freaking hilarious, and uh, he's interesting, you, you look him up, and if you know... He's just, he's, he's funny. He's smart. That's the thing about the this guy. He's, he's really up on his history. And when you have comedy that's true or just, you know, it's not just stupid comedy. It's basically when it's not like the kind of comedy we have on this show, it was just really good. And uh, we watched that. Bill took a nap. And uh, then after that point, I said my goodbyes. And uh, Matt and Jen took me back. They were kind enough to take me back, and then um, I start, because my grandma called earlier while we were watching the video, yeah, my the iPod's not on my car. So after I got back to my aunt's, I went inside, said hello to um, everybody there, and immediately went back out and started walking the sides of the road for her route out, hoping that I would find it. I swear I walked five or six miles. I just kept walking and walking, because it was kind of like, I want to look for this, but it's it's kind of nice to have the solitude because she's out in the, out in the sticks where she lives out in the country, just cornfields everywhere. 
I was like, it's kind of nice to be have the solitude and just kind of reflect on everything that's went on over this past weekend, these three or four days of just utter Star Wars madness, awesome crap that went on. So I was able to do that, and I didn't find it, obviously. But it was, for some reason, I was like, I was just, the, the experience of the weekend just eclipsed the fact that I had lost my 16-gig iPod Touch. I was like, I'll deal with it later. But uh, it was just, it was a really amazing experience. Um, you know, I flew back two days after that. Got back to reality, which sucked. But it was nice being home again. I definitely miss being home. But it was just amazing time I had up there. Because I I kind of felt like I missed out on the, the prequel experience. I, I didn't do any of the line stuff. I was episode, I see, I, I kind of was reintroduced back to Star Wars uh, around episode one time. I didn't get to, no, I, it was, excuse me, about four or five months before episode two came out. I didn't get to see episode one in theaters. I didn't experience at all any of that build up. I remember seeing the, the marketing for it and everything. But by that time I was out of Star Wars um, for parental control reasons because I, had, I was introduced during the special edition. I got super obsessed with it and I was like seven or eight. My mom kind of like, all right, we need to back off take a Star Wars break, so I missed episode one, um, and then got into it about three or four months before episode two, so I experienced the hype up for the movie, but I was an isolated hype up. I, I saw our articles in the paper. I did not get on the internet hardly at all back then. We had dial-up, and um, it was just, I was totally in the dark. All I would see was stuff on the news or, or stuff in the papers or just hearsay from whoever. So I felt pretty isolated, but it was still really exciting for that and episode three. Episode three was a little little bit more exposure. I uh, still wasn't really getting online, but I just saw more of the media coverage and everything. And saw that like four times within the first week it was out, or two weeks or whatever it was. And uh, we were actually on a baseball tournament right after it came out. And uh, Ricky, me and Morgan... Went and saw it while the rest of the team went and saw Atlanta Braves. So I think we said that on the show before, but uh, so yeah, for all Ricky's hate of the Star Wars, he 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 dug Episode Three pretty well and went and saw it instead of seeing a baseball game. So that that's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, I felt like I'd missed out on the line. So I was like, when I heard about this and they're doing a line, I was like, I have to come here. And we weren't sure how we'd do it. I thought, well, maybe I can convince my mom to drive up for, you know, on, under the premise of seeing family. Uh-huh. But that didn't work out. And then for my graduation, they took me out to Outback. And uh, in uh, they're like, for the present, I opened up my card and there was a plane ticket to Columbus for the date, the right dates. And uh, it was just best present ever, really. And um, the cool thing was that... It, the movie was released on the 15th, which is my mom's birthday, and that she was cool enough to let me go see it and miss her birthday. It was just, it was really cool. But, you know, just being there and all the work, Bill put all kinds of work and time and planning and just, he put his, he put his life into this project and just made it amazing. So if you're listening to Bill, just, you know, thanks because you really made it something special. And, uh, it's really cool of you to do that, and everybody. But you know, Bill just deserves a lot of credit for what he did, and Chris for being cool like always and let me stay there and you know giving me rides around. Um, 
his girlfriend, you know, he's ha- he's having a kid, and the fact that he let me crash in his place, um, is just really cool. So if, for taking the heat on that one, and Matt and Jen once again, just really really cool people, just awesome people, let me stay at their place and you know ride me around and just you know. It, it was just a good time, so I really appreciate all, all the work and all that you guys did. And it was cool meeting, you know, all the other people there. Meeting Tim finally, uh, meeting some other people that were on the forums, and it was just, it was a great time. And uh, yeah, we're almost an hour, so I talked for a long time, and I've still got a bunch of stuff to talk about. So this is going to be a big, mega, ultra long Star Wars show. And unfortunately, it's just kind of me. But uh, hey, if you can get through it, props. But I, I, uh, I've had something weighing heavy on my conscience for a while. Not, I don't know the correct phrasing, but I just there's something I've really wanted to talk about for a while now. And uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna get get to that here in a minute. But first, I want to introduce a new song. Yeah, this is kind of like left field break in the middle of this f- show that's kind of flowed up to this point. But, you know, it's it's Stan, so we need to break it up and have it not make sense. So I'm going to interrupt it here and insert a show, uh, a song um, that Kyle and I just recently did two songs and soon to be three. I haven't finished the third one yet. But, um, yeah, this this song... I'm only going to play one this show. I'm going to save the other two for the next show. It's called Am I Any Different? And uh, yeah, I hope hope you uh, enjoy it because I'm going to play it here while I take a little break. So uh, yeah.
All right, hope you like that. Um, so I think I'm I'm geared up for what I'm going to talk about now. Once again, we're going to keep on trucking with the Star Wars. So uh, sorry, guys, if you don't like Star Wars, tough tacos. So the movie, the Clone Wars movie, it's been catching a lot of flack. It's basically done what the prequels did. It's divided the fandom again to the people who like it and the people who hate it. Same thing with the prequels. And it's it's sad that there's such a great divide in the in the same in the same franchise. That's just how it's been. That's kind of defined Star Wars. But um just all the flack it's been catching. Now I'm just what I think in the movie, I thought it was I liked it. I liked it. However, I can see you just gotta see. You know, it's been said a lot. It's kind of clear. You see it for what it what it is. Now, before you go, oh, you know, you know, I've heard this a million times before. But seriously, it's not. They weren't working on this movie. It's this movie that came out. It's it's the TV show that's coming out, and all this is is a glorified preview of it. That's what it is. So. Obviously, if you look, if I was to objectively look at this movie like this is a, a Star Wars movie they were trying to make, I would not, it does, it's not a good movie. It's a good hour and a half pilot to the show. It's not a good movie. It doesn't end like a movie should. It doesn't, it, it doesn't flow like a movie should because it's basically three episodes put together. It's that's what it is. It's a pilot for the show, and they could they didn't really market it like that, like they should have. They didn't really market it as okay. This is Cartoon Network. This is geared toward kids. Blah blah blah. They marketed it as too much as a movie, and thus people, it's what they were expecting. What you expect dictates a lot of time. Dictates what you would think about the movie. Um, did I have problems with it? Yeah, there are some things I freaking hated about it. Hated, but there was a lot of things that I really liked about it, and it got me excited about the show, which was what this was all about: is to get you geared up for the show. Okay, problems with the movie. I'm just gonna get the problems out of the way. I'd said this on IHM, but I've had time to to really think about it a little more. The battle droids were freaking stupid. The SPDs were cool. The super battle droids, they um they didn't talk. They were really menacing. They were hard. They were more accurate than even the movies. If you've well, if you're going by the games and the books, they were really hard to kill. You can tell they were built tougher. But the battle droids, it's a robot. They're they're think they're programmed. They think they're they think as they're programmed. Like for instance, the one where he's trying to count one. To, no, the guy recites a coordinate to him, and he can't remember the number. He's a robot. He's going to remember the number. Stuff like that. That was geared towards the kids. You know, one of the great quotes for someone who wrote or called in Chen was. Who can blame someone for trying to make the kids laugh? And that's what that was. Do I like it? No. Can I overlook it? Yeah. I mean, Star Wars fan, I'm used to overlooking things. But anyway, Ashoka, I liked. The nicknames, I didn't like. Um, Sky Guy, Artui, all that, I didn't like. But it's accurate for a teenage girl, for a portrayal of a teenage girl. I, Morgan... She does that crap. She does nickname stuff like that. And um, so it fits. Um, 
the dialogue between Anakin and Shoka, I think, was overdone, but it was because they were three episodes. If you just if you would watch the one, I think it would have been a good balance of dialogue for you know, split up into TV shows. So I'm cool with that. Um, the the you know the 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 actual animation, the the way the textures look was a little rough. Um, in a lot of places, it was noticeable, especially in the DLP, how um, kind of airbrushed the textures look and all this stuff. But hopefully, you know, these were the first ones they worked on. Hopefully, they've gotten better for the show. Um, stuff like that. I can really get into nitpicking stuff, but I don't really want to do that. But it's just, overall, I think for what it was, once again, it's cliche, but for really what it was as an hour and a half pilot to the TV show, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Now, um going to uh let's say like Voice of the Republic has had two shows now. I haven't quite finished a second show on the uh the the movie. And uh the first show you really get the um uh, impression that they absolutely hated it. They really bashed the crap out of this movie to the point of disowning it almost. And maybe they did, I don't know. But the second one they put out, part two of the discussion, kind of explains a little bit more of what they were getting at. And I do agree with a lot of it. Um, I really give them props uh, for how you know much thought they put into their opinions. Um, I do think that they're, I don't know, it, it's their opinions, but it's gotten me thinking a lot about what I thought of the movie. At first, it it it's kind of a range of emotions. At first, it kind of made me mad, it's like oh, they're complaining about this this crap again. And then it was kind of like, well, maybe I'm just blindly taking it in, and just to the fact that you know I've really kind of thought about what I th- you know think about this movie. And the fact is, I liked it up for what it was. I'm not. It's it's hard to put into words. It really is. It's going to work as a TV show. I'm pretty confident of that. The movie, just, you know, plain and simple was three TV shows put together, period. They were they were saying on the forums, because I was talking on the forums, I paid my money to see it in the theater. It's a movie. It was released in the movie theaters. But the fact is, it was three episodes put together. If they would have gone out and said, we're making an hour and a half movie, and tooled it from scratch, it would have worked a lot better. I can guarantee it. They would have, it would have been written different. The story would have been different. They took the first three, bam. What I mean, this the story was a, a little, it was weak for a movie. It was, because it was meant to be for a, a show. It doesn't have the, the powerful, you know, the, the deep the plot lines, even though the more you look at it and look past some of the stuff, there is a, Set, there's three or four different plots intertwining here, and it's it's well done for the most part. You know, seeing Dooku orchestrate all this, um, or Palpatine do it through Dooku and then Dooku through Asajj. But the fact is, it is what it is. So you know, I liked it. Um, I don't really know what to say other than that. It's just kind of I'm hearing. A lot of people just complain. The, it, and this is going to go in before I get into what I liked about it. This is going to get into what I thought about the state of Star Wars fandom 
it has become cool to hate the Star Wars stuff that comes out. It really has. It's sad. Be objective. I give the the Voice of the Republic guys a lot of credit because they, like, Joel, if he doesn't like something, he just goes, that's stupid, blah, blah, blah. He gives something that, you know, he thinks would would work better. And a lot of times it, it, it would work better. Or they get kids calling in there that are just hating this, hating this, hating this, and then or one, and then they'll go, well, you know, hang on, you, you know, I. They'll defend it too. It's not just they're over there hating Star Wars or hating things about it, but you know they're they're looking at it. They really love the, the franchise, and they have really defined, you know, definitive things that they think Star Wars should be. Um, do I agree with them a lot of times? No, but I give them, you know, props for doing what they do. But the people that call in a lot of times over there just it seems like it's like just constantly hate this, hate this, that's crap. George Lucas is stupid, blah, 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 blah. It's it's not I'm not talking about the host now. Again, it's a lot of the callers f- for that and other shows I've heard too. It's you know, this is stupid, blah, 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 blah. It's like seriously, guys. George Lucas is Star Wars, okay? He created Star Wars. What he wants to do with it, he's going to do with it. It's his story, period. It's like if, you know, Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, he wrote a bunch of other stuff for Lord of the Rings. If he was going to go off, if he was still around or whatever, and... You know, was going to create it. You know, say he, he he lived for however long, two, three hundred years to still be living now. I don't. I'm not up on my Tolkien stuff. But anyway, he was still alive. Okay, he wants to make a a show. He 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 wants to remake make a movie or a cartoon or whatever. And people don't like it. Well, it's still Lord of the Rings because it's from the original author. George Lucas is the original author. Do you have to like it? No, but you can't write it off as not Star Wars if it's from Lucas. Now, some of the books and stuff, okay, if you want to do that, that's fine. He did approve it. He didn't write it. And you could kind of, I don't know, it really gets into the gray area because he didn't technically write this, like for the Clone Wars. But he was heavily involved, heavily involved. So I pretty much consider it to be from Lucas. So it's just... It's sad that the cool thing has become to complain about Star Wars, to hate it, and not just to enjoy it. And I honestly think a lot of the generation, the uh, that you know, especially that hate the prequels too, but they're all over the originals. Nostalgia is a big factor. Like you can overlook things in the original trilogy because of the nostalgia of it, because you remember seeing it, you remember it blowing your way. It's the same thing with me in the prequels. If I watch it with someone who doesn't like Star Wars, such as Episode 1 or Episode 2, there are times when I really get embarrassed. I I really do. If I'm watching it by myself, I freaking love the crap out of it because of the nostalgia it brings back of seeing it, the hype, and just the movie itself because I can get into it. I like the universe. I can look over certain things, but nostalgia has a big thing to do with it. And I think that helps with you know a lot of the people the older generation looking over the original trilogy because they can kind of you know the nostalgia of it helps you know gloss it over a little bit because there are rough moments in there 
uh, overall, do I think they were better as movies? Yes, I do. But do I like it more than the prequels? No. I like them equally as part of the saga. It's just for different reasons. Okay. So, yeah, that's just my main point is I really, really, really hate that it's become cool to hate this crap. Not, like, once again, I'm stressing. The voice of the public guys do complain about a lot of it. They put a lot of thought into it. They 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 will give what they think would be better. And... They do pick out the good parts and and things that they like, such as the Clone Wars movie. There, there were things about it and like. And by the way, Joel, if you didn't see the post on the boards, the um, the zero the hut thing was freaking brilliant. I listened to that about six, seven, eight times, and it doesn't get old. So, major props for that. And um, but yeah, so just you know, guys out there that are just hating everything that comes out because you think it's stupid. If you don't like it, just Leave it alone. We don't need to hear you talking about it all the time. I hate this. I hate that. Just leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't. And, oh, don't even get me started on the EU. People that hate the like, um, they will they will say, "Oh, look that that cover looks stupid. That that whole that whole thing is stupid." Because look at that cover. That is literally judging a book by its cover. That is bullcrap. Read the book. If you don't like it. Then make your, you know, you can make your uh, opinion known about it when you've read the book, but, you know, or even looking at a synopsis of a book and saying, oh, um, Boba Fett comes back and blah, 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 and doesn't just that, that sounds stupid. Read the book before you complain about it. And if you don't like it, okay, complain about it once or twice, but don't keep harping on it because you don't like it. Just leave it alone and move on and go back and watch the movies that you love. That's cool. If you if you don't want to get involved with that part of the fandom, that's fine. But don't keep complaining about it. <sighs> okay. Uh, big. Uh, I'm just gonna have to kind of cool down a little bit here, and get back into what I liked about the Clone Wars movie. I liked the action a, a lot. the The animation for the battles was really good, I thought. I mean, you know, sure, it was the herky-jerky motion. Once again, I'm, I'm hoping that that'll be kind of fixed in later episodes to get used to it. But just the way it, and overall, the way it looked, I really liked. I really got into, you know, um, I'm I'm really picky about lightsabers um, and the way they look, and they were perfect in this movie. And, you know, just, just the overall action was great. It was kind of stuff that, like CJ at I Chin would say, you know, this is stuff we wanted in the prequels to happen. Stuff that would make sense for Jedi to do or, you know, what have you. It was just, I, I really liked it. The space scenes were incredible. That was the big thing that's been missing, I think, from Star Wars. There's been some, you know, there's the big Death Star battle in the originals and in the asteroid chase, but it's been a smaller scale. It, it, when you count discount um, the Rots battle at the beginning and the indoor battle, in episode six, there really isn't any big, you know, space fights or any, much time spent on them. So that was really cool to see that and seeing just like the bridge of these Republic ships and the inner workings of them. And, you know, it's just, it was, it was really cool to see. Um, the, the voice acting I thought was really good. In fact, my mom saw it with my little brother. And actually, that's another thing I hope to do is actually interview my little seven-year-old brother about what he thought to the mo- of the movie. Because I thought, you know, seeing as he's 
in one of the one of the prime ages that was targeted by this movie, I'd like to see what exactly he thought of it. But anyway, she's like, you know, the the acting was better than the prequels. Just the just her opinion. She's not a big Star Wars fan. She she kind of halfway tolerates it because I like it so much, and now my little brother likes it so much. And she's like the voice acting, just the overall acting was better than the prequels, and I agreed with that for the most part. The dialogue was was better. And, um, yeah, I just, I thought they did a good job. The voice actors, I thought, did a good job. I'm thinking Ahsoka was a little over the top, but whatever. Um, I've said enough about that already. Um, the score, the score was really good. The music was great. I have the soundtrack, and it's, it's just really quality stuff. They did a good job with it. Incorporating new things, and, um... It's got great re-listenability to it. Oh, one other thing that I didn't really like so much was the intro. It definitely threw me off, but a um, I I just didn't really care for it. I would have preferred a scroll, at least for the movie. For the TV show, fine, but for the movie, do a scroll. So I know a lot of people are fine with it, but I just didn't like it that much. Um, and the ending, I didn't like the ending either because you know it ended like a TV show, not a movie. But I've already talked about that. But um, the lightsaber battles were really cool, I thought. You know, bringing back the Obi-Wan Asajj thing. If you read the EU, you kind of... It's a nice little throwback to that. Um, you know, just a lot of it I really liked. And it's it's getting more into Anakin's... G- getting a little more of the good guy Anakin. The one that's not so rash. And, like, in the in the prequels, we see him from one extreme to the next. He's constantly just freaking out or doing something extreme and this he's just you know he's he's found a state you know he's as normal as he will get he's doing his thing you know he's brash and and like he is but he's just he's doing his thing and it was just really cool to see that um yeah that's about all i could think of at the moment um I'm going to take a small break here because I feel like I need one. But uh, yeah, hopefully after this I'll have something else interesting or whatever. Anyway, here's... um. You know what? I keep forgetting to play uh, promos for the other shows. So I'm going to play some promos now. Uh, here you go. IHNRadio.com presents Heroes of the Dark Side. Heroes of the dark side. Today we salute you, Mr. Dark Lord of the Sith. The Dark Lord of the Sith. Your sad devotion to an ancient religion couldn't help you find some stolen data tape. Should have made a backup. It didn't even give you clairvoyance enough to find the rebels' hidden. <laughs> find your lack of faith disturbing. Vader, release him. X-Wings? Y-Wings? A pesky rebel alliance? No problem. All you need are two expendable pilots and the Force. Look out! So listen to Imperial Holonet Radio, oh prophet of the Force, and always remember to give it up when you don't have the hot ground. It's the dark load of the sea! IHMRadio.com, Columbus, Ohio. Greetings, exalted one. Yes, that's how I treat you at Chorus and Cast. I may be the host, but you are the important one, the fan, the listener. 
Chorus and Cast is a Star Wars podcast aimed at fans, made by a fan. For all the latest Star Wars news and views, tune in to Chorus and Cast. Subscribe to us at feeds.feedburn.com forward slash Chorus and Cast. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. It was a dark time for fandom, but... Star Wars arose again, and the franchise established itself as a phenomenon that would transgress time and be enjoyed by nerds and regular people alike for generations. This is Ed. This is Mike. This is Joel. Join us every week for a Voice of the Republic podcast. We deliver the best roundtable discussion of Star Wars topics from the original trilogy to the prequels. Toy reviews to fan concerns. Favorite characters to what the f*** are you guys doing? What are you, you talking like about? A, you sound like idiots you tools radio voices we're trying to be professional this is this is how we make the big box man this there's is how no we make box it. it's the internet what the is this voice of the republic star wars editorial news and commentary updated every tuesday at talkshoe.com visit the hub of the show at www.vorradio.com i don't have to stand for this this wasn't in my contract don't stand for it shut up you don't know what the is this jesus christ Radio Rebellion has begun. All right, so after that break, I decided yet I uh, don't have anything else to add at this point. Um, So I'm just going to go through some boring show crap and stuff. So, hey, look, iTunes 8. Anyway, um, oh, yes, I did want to mention one thing now that I think about it. The new Microsoft Vista commercial crack me up because um well the commercial if you haven't seen it is basically it's kind of the, one of those uh, documentary style film thingies you know it, on the bottom it's got a text that says you know real people not actors blah 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 you know the real people are not fake people anyway um yeah they're they're sitting in front of this laptop this guy's showing them he's like let me show you the new windows operating system called Mojave or something like that. It's like a brown box in the exact same shape as the Vista box. And, you know, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on this, but he's kind of doing something and they're pretty much just watching or they're clicking one or two things. But most of the time, the these real, quote, real people are watching and they're like, hey, that looks pretty good. Quote, looks pretty good. And he's like, yeah, that's actually Vista. And they're like, oh, really? So the whole premise of the thing was people are hearing so much crap about Vista that they automatically write it off, which may be true. And uh, But the funny thing is, what the heck did this commercial prove? All they're doing is looking at it, and Vista looks pretty. It's because it's a ripoff of OS X. Of course it's going to look good, but the OS is pretty much crap. If you're, you know, I mean, I'm, I know it works for some people, and if it works for you, fine. I'm glad it does. But in general... It's garbage. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that that commercial was funny because it was so lame. But anyway, yeah, back to the show stuff. T-shirts. We haven't pimped out the T-shirts in a while. And uh, there's some of you that need to buy them. So, yeah, cafepress.com slash, it would help if I, I think it's slash stand podcast. Let me uh, do a little double checking here. Maybe stand podcast. Let's see. But, yeah, there's a Manitoba shirt on there. And there's one with a logo. And yeah, that's it. Cafepress.com slash stand podcast. So, uh, you know, we don't 
make any money on this or anything. I've marked the things all the way down so that they're as affordable as possible. We just like the exposure and the fact that people want to wear our shirts. So, yeah, if you, if you want to do that, that'd be awesome. iTunes reviews, we really appreciate it. We got two new ones. They were awesome. And uh, so, yeah, if you, if you like the show or whatever, we'd appreciate if you leave an iTunes review. That'd be awesome. Send us some feedback and stuff. Comments at standpodcast.com. And the number, ha ha ha, I actually have it. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I have a nifty little clip here provided to us by Padawan Eagle. And uh, yeah, that's what I guess this is what we're going to play every time we want to do the uh, the voicemail number. So yeah, here's the number. 801-216-6811. Yep, so uh, 801- whatever she said, I think. Let me double check that in case you didn't catch that. 801-216-6811. If you want to be just like Eagle and call it in while singing it, you can very well do that. In fact, you can do whatever you want on the voicemail. You can lick the phone while you call the voicemail. Um, Actually, that'd be pretty awesome if you do that. Um, But yeah, whatever you want to call in about, it'd be great. You know, we're just basically begging for content is what this is. But yeah, so uh, all that stuff... Um, like I said earlier, we're, uh, working out schedules. We're getting closer to getting schedules work out for, uh, you know, the other guys to, to do these things. Kyle, I think it's been great because the forums, we got to pimp out the forums real quick. Um, there's a link to the forums on the homepage, standpodcast.com. The forums have really been a lot of fun recently. They were dead for a little while because I was busy. Uh, there was a lot of people that were just busy over the summer. And then uh, they're really starting to pick back up again. Thanks to Kyle stepping up. He's been on there a lot, which has been great having, you know, both hosts on there. And uh, Matrix has been on there a lot. Neil's popped on. Duke Man, of course, has uh, been posting a lot. But it's really been fun posting a lot with this core group. So get on there. There's a lot of really intellectual, stupid, deep discussions going on, like um, the difference between have to have and need and... Uh, anything from that to the world being blown up to, uh, your mama contest. It's, it's all on there. So yeah, join up and, uh, it'd be, it'd be, it's a lot of fun on there. So yeah, there's the forums link on the front page, standpodcast.com at the very top. Um, thinking that's about it. If there's anything I missed, of course, I will go over it with the next show with the other guys. Hopefully it'll be soon. We have, uh, few things in the works hopefully i don't know maybe um so yeah hope you guys sat through and enjoyed the little star wars extravaganza here on the stand podcast so uh yeah talk at you later